The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 10 p.m. On Kaya 959. Yes, talk about the best in African music. Well, here is a man that is encapsulating it. With his productions, with his compositions, with his collaborations. Welcome once again and always to the World Show. MZ, good to have you back. Thanks for having me, Nikki. Yes. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. But let me tell you, as I said to you, I think on Twitter, it was well worth the wait. I've been, um, you know, treating, you've been sending me songs here and there. I've been treating everyone to the, a couple of them. Thank you for letting me play them first on the world show. Wow, what an album. Yes, it's been a, <laughs> it's been a long journey working on this album, you know. Uh, my last album was 12 years ago and... Uh, now I had to come back with something that people didn't expect me to because everyone thinks like I'm just a house cat. Yes. <laughs> but I, then I decided to surprise a few because I've grown musically. Yes. I've uh, so it shows in the new album, the production, the songwriting, absolutely, the style. But I still keep the groove, you know. Yes. Well, <laughs> we're going to speak more about that later. But you call, you talk about twelve years ago, and actually it's. But you did the Tim Humba album. That was for Rafiki. That was for Rafiki. But yeah. again, without MZ, it wouldn't have been, you know, without you and Rafiki, it wouldn't have been what it was. And yeah. in many ways, I see this almost as 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 an extension of that. Um, Rafiki is a duo that I signed to my label, uh, Bomba Africa. So... Uh, that album was, that's why when I first started, the first album was Mzi and Rafiki, the follow-up album just Rafiki, because now I've introduced them to the world, now everyone knew where they were, so they can go on their own. Yes, but with that album, you also went right up Africa. Yeah. yeah. How many artists did you collaborate with again? Ooh, <laughs> I like had uh, Namibia, Botswana, Swaziland, uh, Mali. Ghana, Mali, yes, yes. Uh, Sweden, uh, Turkey. So it, yes. it, it was all over. Yes. <laughs> it was all over, yes. Yes, amazing, yes. Mm, mm. So do you think in some ways that that album sparked what you did now or put you on this, like, determ- it's almost like a determination to collaborate? Remember when I first dropped my first album a uh, long time ago? <laughs> you know, see, I must confess, I know it's there somewhere. I was actually looking for it, but I'm still busy reorganizing. And I was thinking, where's that album? I'd love to bring it uh, for, you know, to surprise you. Yes. Yeah. So in that album, I had a lot of collaboration. My first, 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 ever first album. So I started in that concept for me because I think music is a platform for us to unite, for us to to learn from each other, learn about each other's culture and traditions, exchange uh, ideas. and So for me, it's always been like that. Whenever I started uh, doing music, for me, it was about exchange, about learning, about growing. So I can't learn on my own. I need a teacher. I need a fellow a classmate to learn together. and all. Of, so for me, collaboration is all about that. Yes, amazing. <laughs> amazing. But you know, MZ also, in line with you as MZ, as the person I've, I met, 
late when I started the world show. Yes. Wow, we go back a long, <laughs> a long time. I think, I think actually if my memory serves me, you came and met me for some reason. I've got a picture of Horror Cafe or somewhere in Newtown. Yes. And you came to me and it was something to do with Salif Keita. Yeah. What was it again? Do you I remember? Wanted, I wanted, I asked you who's the Salif Keita's manager because it's always been my dream to collaborate with him. And, and so you have. Yes. So you have on more than one occasion. <laughs> yeah. And in, and in the real way because you actually went. To Mali. To Mali, to Salif's studio. Yeah. And uh, recorded uh, the track with Rafiki, I think. Yes. That yes. was the first one. Yes. There is another one on this album. Maybe we'll get to today. Okay. As I said, um, have great problems. He's given me half the album, and I don't know how we're going to get through tonight. I want to play all these songs. But let's start with the first one. The first one, the opening track, is also a continued collaboration. Yes. So um, this song was uh, initially recorded in 2016 with uh, Bologna from Swaziland. He's got an amazing voice. So I met with him, and then we're working on the Rafiki project. So now when I'm working on my album, I remember, oh, there's that vocal that we recorded back in 2016, and I want it to be the first one on this album. Because this album has been a gen of mine for all these years. Although I've not been releasing, but I've been making music and keeping them in my studio, saving them for rainy days. Yes. And now the rain is here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to hear more about the, the bringing together of this album because I think that is something that's uh, very interesting as well. But for now, get a taste. I did play it, I think it was last week on the World Show, especially for Africa Month. But of course, it's my pleasure to share with you a song called... Africa. Featuring Boloja. And we're going to find out more about YMZ called this epic album, Rise. Nine five nine. Wow, Africa featuring a Bologna of MZ's soon to be released album Rise. Wow, MZ, what a, I'm pleased you sat on that one and I'm pleased you released it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's just the message, the song, like I had to treat it completely different from the other songs, yes. you know, because of the message and, uh, and also the way Bologna is singing. Yes. And because he's, he's singing and playing the guitar. Yes. So it talks about us that if we don't take care of ourselves, our preserve our culture and traditions, they are going. Yes. So Africa is time to rise, preserve what is yours, and stand for what is yours. Absolutely. And you know, one thing I have to make mention of is, you know, your, um, what can I say, your commitment to the continent, your commitment to celebrating being African. And this is something I think your hundreds and thousands of followers who are also excited that you hear uh, like me. But, you know, we see you, Mzi, you one of these people that always wants to spread this message of Africa's beauty of the hidden gems we see it on twitter it's almost every day that you're doing something to remind us see for me as long as i live i'm an african i have to celebrate africa every day i need to say something good about africa every day as long as i live because that's who i am i'm an african yes so and you cannot take me out of africa 
and you cannot take Africa out of me. Yes. Yes. But there's also something very specific for me about the concept of celebrating Africa because you know, we know that the, the more, we, as human beings, the more that we focus on something, that we put our intent on something, the more real it becomes. So while our continent does have problems, yep, of course, does have human rights atrocities, yep. does have corruption, yep. can we, for a minute, as you do, focus on that celebration of what's beautiful? The issue is, uh, Nikki, like, let's say yeah, you and your partner are in a fight or you're having an argument, there's no harm to say, I still love you. <laughs> That's why I'm doing to Africa. Yes. As much as there are all these problems, yes. Africa, I still love you. Yes. Yes. But also, again, let's magnify, let's focus on the, the magic, the beauties, the wonders of Africa, and, and, and grow that consciousness. So, so the, the issue, imagine 1,000 people doing what I'm doing every day. Imagine how far we'll have been. Yes. That's what I'm trying and I hope that more people will start following what I'm doing. Let's celebrate Africa every day. We must not wait for Africa Month or Heritage Month. Let's make it a daily occurrence. Every day when we wake up, we're Africans. Let us celebrate that. Yes. Yeah. And, and and seek out and, and, and comment and acknowledge the richness. Most definitely. That's what I'm trying to bring on uh, on my on my Twitter account. Although at first most people misunderstood what I was trying to do, but now more and more people understand what I'm doing. Yes. And they acknowledge it and appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I'm speaking about this because I don't see it as different to the album uh, in terms of celebrating the beauties of Africa. It, you know, <laughs> there's a story I don't want to talk about. So one day I happened to be in a presence of about five presidents from different African countries. The first thing they asked me, they asked me about my Twitter account. I'm like, so you guys <laughs> watched my I'm Twitter. not the only one. <laughs> I mean, imagine five presidents from five different countries, mm. all of them having the same views about my Twitter account. See, that really gave me like hope that, oh, okay, there are people who are really watching what I'm doing. Yes, It's not like Something that I do because I love. There are people out there who appreciate because they show their appreciation. They even discuss things that I posted I've forgotten about. They remind me, remember that thing, that thing. Yes. I'm like, so you guys really, really. Yes. <laughs> it was, for me, it was touching. Yes, and the proverbs as well. Not only do you post pictures, a, but yeah, often you use proverbs. proverbs yes. African proverbs. Like anything I get about Africa, I want to share with everyone who's following me on social media. Yes. So I cannot hide it. So I share. Now, this album, and I know, as I said to you when that song was playing, I said, you know we're going to get into trouble today. Because you can't get the album until... The 25th of June. But remember, the album was supposed to come out on Africa Day. Yes. And you know the story. Yes. We had a, sto we had a song, a, 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 a cover version of Bob Marley's Redemption song. Uh, it was done in Shona, Ngoma Yosururugu. But it was it absolutely beautiful. I'm I know, so sorry I know you love that song, but now we can't. We have to pull out the album because we can't get the clearance for that song. Yes. So that's why the album didn't come up on Africa Day. But initially, it was supposed to come out on Africa Day. We're giving a green light to go ahead with it. But at the 11th hour, we told no, we can't release the song. So we have to pull back the whole album and re reload it. And now it's coming back uh, 25th of June. My apologies to everyone who had been waiting, waiting for it on Africa Day.
Yes, but as long as it comes out this month, I'm happy. It is coming. And up. I still think you must sit on that Shona version of uh, Redemption, of Redemption song. song. It is beautiful because is, maybe yeah. once they hear the full album rise, they'll say yes for the next album. <laughs> yes, most definitely. I hope so. Yes. I hope so. But you know, it's crazy because if you think of even that, taking Redemption song, singing it. In Shona, in his own way, was a, a tribute to that song. Yeah, uh, Blessing know? did uh, the the singer did uh, justice mm. to that, and yes. uh, it was it like you have heard the song is beautiful, it's beautiful, and uh, yes. I really wish it was on the album. Yes, <laughs> but unfortunately, it's not. But as I say, keep it on file. You never know what the future might bring. Yeah, why the title Rise? Rise. I, I I'm just saying to uh, all my brothers and sisters at home and abroad, it's time that we. Start stand up and be counted for who we are, what we stand for, what we believe in and what we want as a people. Because there are a lot of things that we want that we've been denied all these years. But if we can't stand up and fight for them, we won't get them. Yes. And apple yes. doesn't really, when the apple falls from the tree, it's rotten. So you have to stand up, get a fresh one up there. Yes, pick it. Yes. Pick it. Yes. And even the concept, you know, we're talking about this consciousness of what you spread uh, on your Twitter account, through your music, through your writing. You know, it again, I think the first thing, as you say, is to rise. Yes. Because then you're taken seriously in a sense. Yes. You, you know, if you wake up in the morning and your mind wakes up, you'll have a beautiful day. Yes. But if you wake up in the morning and your mind is still asleep, you'll have a terrible day. (laughs) (laughs) So now, MZ, let's play the second track of the album. Literally, he sent me half the album and I want to play all the songs. And he sent me 10, but we can only play about five. But I have to play the second track. It's so beautiful. Tell us about this one. Uh, the song is called Mazwiele uh, Masisweni, featuring Pilar Luz. Again, saying, let us go back to our roots. That's what the song is all about. Let's go back to our roots, the same way our grandparents used to. All that wisdom we need. All we need to learn what they were doing. How they... Like now, we don't live up to 100 years. Our grandparents used to live 100. What did they do right? And yes. what is it that we are doing wrong right now? Yes. We need to go back and learn. Yes. And tell us about Pillar. Yeah, Pillar, I think uh, Pillar was, uh, he came from KZN and started basking and, uh, and ran back and all of that. And people saw his video of him, this young man with dreadlocks singing spiritual songs, beating his drums. And uh, I saw his first video and I like, I searched for him on Twitter and I, I inboxed him. He replies, uh, uh, yeah, I'll think. I said, no, dude, I need to bring you to my <laughs> studio. And so now I'll think about it. And uh, until one night, my uh, uh, my engineer bumped into him. They live in the same neighborhood. Oh, amazing. So my engineer said, remember the young man you're looking for? I said, yeah. He said, he lives in my neighborhood. I saw him yesterday. I said, let's go look for him. So yes. we went around looking for Pila and then we got him. And then the rest is history got two songs on the album you've got two songs i wouldn't even know which one to choose they're both so beautiful <laughs> but for now let's play this one okay yes thank you so much mz with us on the world show his uh, soon 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 to be released album is called rise and it's a pleasure and honor to be sharing it with you on the world show first
Yes. MZ. Yo. That is on another tip, let me tell you. MZ featuring Pila, Tlozi, uh, Maziboyele, uh, Emma Sisweni. The album is called Rise. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> yep. Wow, I can't believe that this guy was singing on the streets. I mean, that is on another level. He is, ta- he is talented, you know. He um, is. And he's growing. I mean, his album is almost done. Yes. Uh, and he's going independent. Amazing, amazing. And um, he's, he's going places. Yes, he's going places. He's going places. The thing about him is, he's not just talented, he's humble and he's streetwise. Yes, <laughs> yes, amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure now that he's had this experience with you, he's changed his mind about saying no in the first place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Like now we, we go like house on fire. We really clicked very well, yeah. Yes. Yes. But MZ, coming back to the musicality of this and the production of this, you know, when when... I heard even the few songs you send me when I've heard the rest of these songs you've sent me. What struck me instantly was the level of production, the musicality. And, you know, even even to hear him sing like that, even to hear Bologna sing like that in the first song, it doesn't just come to any producer. Yes. I think maybe because I've been working on this album for far too long and I try to be very thorough and I try to... Make sure that it brings what I... You see, that's the joy of having your own studio. You can say, I don't like this, scrap it and start afresh and all of that. Yes. So that's the joy. I mean, during lockdown, I was stuck in the studio all by myself. Yes. And I had all these crazy ideas, you know, and... Uh, but I suppose that forced you to go back and refine those things yes, you yes, hadn't managed yes, like to most use. of the song, like I was saying, like yes. the song with Borojo was first recorded in 2016. Now I had to delete the old music and start afresh yes. with the new style. And uh, yeah, so that's the, that's the, that's the way it, uh, yeah. Also, in terms of production, I mean, if you've been listening to, for example, if you listen to Scuba Bambino's album. Yes. The way that album has been Produced, yes. you know. I wish I was one of the producers. He listened to Yuswando's album Immigrants. It was recorded in 1984. I know. He listened to it today. It's yes. like his album was re- recorded last week. Listen to Fela. Yes. Samsung albums recorded in nine, in the 70s. Yes. The production. And with Fela, they were recorded one take. Yes. Because he wouldn't repeat a song for a recording. Yes. Yes. But then the production is still super, still amazing. That's what I wanted to achieve with this album. But now, from what I know about you, you are self-taught. Yes. You are self-taught and knowing you for this period of time and seeing from your first album through to the work you did with Rafiki and artists all around the continent. I mean, you've grown musically. You actually are... a producer, musician, if I can say. Let me tell you a funny story. You know, um, back in the days, I'm walking into my favorite restaurant. In walk three guys, they're holding uh, uh, vinyls. And then we start talking. And then, then those guys happen to be revolution. Ah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Now you're reminding me, yes. So we started talking before they became... Big yes. before the Bavenda album came out, we started hanging around, started talking about music, what we want to do, mm. what we want to achieve. So after they've recorded their album and they said, "Mzi, you need to record your own album." 
I said, but I'm, I'm just good as a songwriter. They said, no, you've got so much information about music, although you're self-taught. You've got so much that if you have your own studio, it will be amazing. I said, okay, guys, give me a list of stuff that I must buy to build up this studio. They gave me a long list. Yes. So I've been collecting one by one. After I've collected everything, I phoned them. I said, guys, I think I've collected everything you wanted me to. They came to my house. They put everything together. Yes. We started, we jammed. We, I think that day we did three songs. <laughs> the studio, it was, it was amazing. Yes, I so, forgot that story, actually. <laughs> yes. You're reminding me now. Yes. yes. So that's how I started. Yes. And it so it happened that I was also so helping uh, Oskido at Kalawa with some of, uh, I was uh, writing most of the sleeves. So all the artists from Kalawa was the one who was writing the the sleeve notes, yes. The sleeve notes. So I hang around with uh, guys in Kalawa and uh, I learned from them. Yeah, sitting in the studio, seeing yes, what they're doing. seeing what they're doing mm. and all of that. Uh, and it so it happened that when I first moved to here in Jobek in 1999, I asked a friend of mine to introduce me to Chico. Yes. So uh, I basically said, I just want to learn. And Chico said, you can come to my studio on one condition. You sit on that corner. You don't say anything. You don't make yes. anything. So when Brenda first album, Vulin Lela, was recorded, I was there. I yes. saw the magic. When um, I learned from... Yes. Then that's how I learned music. Well, you, you spoke about Pillar being streetwise, you know. Uh, <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Go sit in the background of Chico's studio, Oskido's studio, Revolution. <laughs> um, but you can also... Tell from the time that I've known you and your work, um, you've been listening. Yes, I've li been listening to a whole lot of yes. a whole lot of music. Uh, I mean, it's through shows like yours, uh, the World Show, that introduce us to different musicians, and then we start uh, buying those CDs and albums, and start following those artists and uh, and learning from them. You know, like you basically, I'm one person, and I irritate a lot of of people, I can play one song the whole day. Yes, well, that's a musician. That's <laughs> so, a musician. So first that's I, not a DJ, that's a musician. First, I listen <laughs> to the song for the sake of listening to the song. Yes. Next, I listen to the production of the song. I listen to the drumming of the song. I listen to the keys of the song. I listen to how the song was put together. I do that one song the whole day. That's Most people what think I'm crazy. You definitely qualify as a musician after telling me that. <laughs> because in my experience, that's how musicians listen to the music. Yeah. One song the whole day, maybe even the whole week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Let's play another track. Now, this one um, is, and I'm just going one, two, three, but we will have to skip a few. But I have to play this one because it features uh, the woman herself, <laughs> Yvonne Chaka Chaka, but she's working with Hishishi Papa. Tell us about this track, Mzi. So I, I met, again, I met Hishishi Papa in 2016 when I was recording uh, Rafiki's album. Tell us about Hishishi. Hishishi is a, is a Namibian musician um, and filmmaker, a cultural activist. So I basically, when I was working with, I just Googled, I said, who's the best a musician in Namibia. They gave me a couple of names, and Hishishi Papa was at the time was I think he just won a male artist of the year. So I flew down to Namibia, met up with him. I told him my vision, and he, he was hooked. We went to the studio the same day. We did a song there and recorded then, in Namibia. In, in Namibia, yes. So 
Now that song was on uh, 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 Rafiki's album. Now when I was on this uh, working on my album, actually I phoned him. I said, "Look, brother, I'm in the studio. I want to ask to work again." He said, "What do you have in mind?" And then I explained what I have in mind. He said, "Okay, let's work." So he did part of the production in Namibia. He brought the stuff here. I did some of the stuff here in, in South Africa. And then I listened to the song and look, and I said to him, "Look, I, I think we need to bring Mama Yvonne on this song." And he said, "Are you gonna get here?" I said, "I'll try my luck." <laughs> I said, um, "That will be amazing." So and then I phoned Mama Yvonne. I said, "Look, um, I am in the studio." You've been owing me a collaboration, and there's this song I want us to do. And then she said, "Okay, send me the song." I sent her the song, and he said, "Son, I'm coming." Amazing. And then she came, and we worked, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and the song, what's it about? The song, the 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 original concept of the song was Black Life Matters. Yes. Black Life Matters. Your life matters. My life matters. Our life matters. So. Nombili means, means peace because and that when we are all respect each other's rights, there will be peace. So I imagine this was a song that came to fruition or came in mind yes. over the past couple of years. Yes. Yes. So and then I, I remember <laughs> when Mummy Von I came to the student and I showed her the lyrics, I said, these are the lyrics I've written. <laughs> so she looked at me, said, Are you sure? <laughs> I said, Yeah, it is what I think this song should go. And said, Yeah, right. Let's do it. Well, that's a compliment. Yes. Yes. I know you're going to piss off a lot of people, <laughs> but this is what to be said. And then, <laughs> and, then and, yeah. and we did it. Beautiful. MZ, with me, we are celebrating the forthcoming album uh, called Rise. It will be out at the end of the month, so uh, make sure that you get yourself a copy. But even though the release was delayed, I said to MZ, uh-uh, we still got to have you uh, right now on the world show. We'll make people hungrier because I know that uh, I'm sure you already wanted just hearing the first couple of tracks. But check out this one, Hashishi um, Papa and Yvonne Chaka Chaka. It's a Nombili. Of course, the artist is MZ. <laughs> Nine five nine, on the street, on the air, and right now, you are first hearing these tracks on the world show. Rise is the name of the album. MZ, also known as Zilikazi, Wa Africa, is the incredible producer of this exceptional album. And I see MZ on social media. You are getting such positive responses. Funanan. Uh, Funanani uh, saying amazing hashtag rise. Thank you Marvin as well for posting. Thanks you Tebza as well for saying exciting album, this expensive music, the world's music. Thanks for this beautiful offering that was from Tebza on um, on Twitter. Thanks also to Gaugela Notolo also Andy Siwe for still being tuned in. There's just so much love uh, coming through 
Asia. Um, Tolisi, thanks as well. Uh, Nomapuze saying uh, Mzi, the legend. Um, also Yolanda uh, saying uh, he came back like he never left. Rise. Uh, <laughs> there's just so much love. I won't even have time. You'll see it afterwards. Exceptional, exceptional work, MZ. Now, MZ, um, most people know you as Mzilikazi wa Africa, the journalist, uh, also an author. Um, are you still writing or do you find that music has taken over your life? Uh, Nikki. Oh, I must give you some juice there. Okay. There we go. Yes. I wrote my first song when I was 11 years old. Um, I used to be a member of a church choir. So one day I just like keep on asking myself, why do you always use a hymn book? Someone wrote those songs in the hymn book. So I decided like, let me write my own song. What were your first songs about? It was a gospel song called Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> it was inspired by Benjamin Dube's song. Remember the old Benjamin Dube song, Holy yes. Spirit, which was also produced by Chico. Yes. So I was inspired by that song and... Um, I wrote my first song and then I, I showed it to my church choir members and they loved it. Yes. And then they encouraged me to write more songs. So I became a, a journalist years later. So music came first. Songwriting and music came first. Came first. Like I I had a band, like but it was not like a band band in a way like we had a bass guitar and lead guitar and they were using all sorts of things to make drums, you know, yes. so all those crazy stuff from the village. But we started somewhere. We had this vision, we had this music in us and uh, we wanted to bring it to the world. I remember uh, one day um, I told my mom because my mom actually, she's the one who introduced me to music of Salif Keita. So one Thank day, you, mama. <laughs> so she was playing Nife, I love you. So, and I listened to that song and I said, mom, you know, one day I'll wake with this man. And my mom said, keep on dreaming, son. <laughs> like, one day I'll wake with him, you'll see. Yes. But unfortunately, she passed away before I could even work with her. Salif, but I'm wherever sure you she could is, feel her presence when you were working with him. Actually, that's what I said uh, mm. that night when, when Salif walked into the studio. I said, my mom, wherever she is, she's smiling. Yes. Because she knows I've been saying this uh, many years ago. Yes. And uh, it's just so, there's so much music out there and or there's so much music in me and there's so many people that I would love to work with out there. Yes. Um, it's just like, I can't, uh, like you said, I've, I'm a journalist this side. It's also a demanding job. Music is also a demanding job. I'm writing my second book. It's also a demanding job. Yes. I've got a family that I need to please spend time with. It's also a demanding job yes so i think the beauty of it is i don't drink i don't smoke so after work i go to my studio which is in my house and i make music yes so sometimes i piss off my wife because i'll work in this i'll be in the studio until early hours of the morning but yeah you see when you're in a creative space you don't even look at your watch you yes. don't see like by the time you realize it's 3 a.m., it's 5 a.m. It's like, but that's also the beauty as you have your own studio because you might even wake up at you in the morning and with a song in your head. You know, <laughs> some, I remember some, some Christmas years ago, my, the family decided to go on holiday. I said, no, I'll stay behind. I spent three days nonstop in the studio. Sure. I worked. I enjoyed myself. Yes. Like I called my friends, they will come. They say, dude, you're still wearing the same clothes. I say, yes, because I haven't slept. <laughs> like, okay. Yes. So, so mm. it's that beauty of it, you know? Yes. When you are, enjoy whatever you're doing. 
Yes. Timing. Well, that for me, uh, you are a true artist because I often say, you know, as an artist, um, it doesn't really matter what medium you're working with yes. at any particular time. It's the spirit of being born an artist. And um, you truly are because you have all these skills and different ways of adapting them. I would say like I put my mind into it because I wanted to do it from our early age. Yes. I mean, my wife will tell you, the day I proposed here many years ago, I said to her, please bear in mind, I'll be a musician, I'll have a studio in this house. <laughs> and she looked at me like, this boy is probably smoking something. And today I said, but remember, every time I said, but you're spending more time, I said, but remember I told you, love, yes. that I'll have a studio in my house and I'll spend, yes. you'll have to share me with the studio. So, But I know she's always been supportive anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to have a happy husband, she's got to let you stay in the studio. <laughs> Amazing. But MZ now, with that Rafiki album, which was really the last major production you did, you, as we spoke about, you got artists from all over the continent, even as far as Turkey. But um, do you think that this COVID period um, stopped you? I mean, you're working on this album mainly with local artists, which is fantastic because they are world-class artists. But do you think that was a limitation that came from COVID? Do you think you might have explored further collaborations if we hadn't been locked down? I I really I really the the lockdown is has really messed up a lot of many people's plan not just my plan. Yes. I've been talking to Femi Guti yes. about doing a collaboration there. Like I he's on my WhatsApp, so we talk every yes. every time. Even when I did the Afrobeat song, after I've, I send it to him, I said, "Okay, dude, tell me, have I messed up?" Yes. And then he came back and said, this is fantastic, my man. Yes. So, also, yeah, I, I'm going to mention it because I don't think we'll play it tonight, but it's beautiful. He did a collaboration with, with Femi, Femi Koya on that one. Yeah, yes. the song is called My Teacher Taught Me Nonsense, which is a tribute to Fela Akuti. Because, yes. yeah. So, I mean, it's one of the people I, I wanted to work with on this album. Yes. And uh, this Yusuando, I've been dying for years and years mm. trying to work with him. Yes. You know, um. There are a lot of other people that I really want to uh, to work with, but yeah, because of COVID, we couldn't. Again, you know, some songs we cannot just exchange files. You need to be sitting together, yes. get into your head. You get into my head. We bring up a masterpiece. So, well, I think that's what I was touching on when I spoke about your your skill as as a producer and how. I see the evolution of it. I've always loved your work, but now it's really, really crystallizing. And it is from that. It's no good just, as the you say, sending a file to your suit. Yeah. You know, no, you've you got need to sit down. Yes. We talk about this and that, the concept, the ideas, and yes. all of that. So. <sighs> Yeah, COVID messed up us. Uh, again, if it was not COVID, maybe this album was not going to be here today because yes. I would still be busy with other things. So there was a lockdown, level five, couldn't move, just wake up, go to the gym, go to the studio, go to the gym, go to the studio. Yes. So that's why I And again, up. you found that Polocho one, which, <laughs> you know. Yes. yes. So I had to go through my files because like now yes. there are a lot of people I worked with before I've got the files in my studio. I have to go through and say, oh, I remember I worked with this one, the voice is there. And, uh, so pull up all those voices and all of that and try to bring together, salvage what I can. Absolutely. What a beautiful job. Let's talk about the title track because we're going to play it now and who it features. The title track, Rise, I'm featuring uh, my sister, Brenda Mtambu, whom I love very yes. much. Her music, her voice is, is amazing. 
Yes. And uh, yeah, you listen to the song, you'll, you'll understand it's rice. Yes, this truly is another very, very inspirational song. Of course, MZ or Mzilikaziwa Africa is with us on the World Show and we are celebrating the soon-to-be-released album Rise. Here's the title track. Kaya959, the title track of MZ's album Rise. Beautiful, featuring Brendan Tumbo, and once again showing the diversity and the versatility of this album, MZ. Because that's like a, a, a soul, you know? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, basically, I try to show people that I'm not just a house DJ. Yes. I, when I put my mind to it, I can do a classic song, I can do a jazz song, I can do a reggae song, I yes. can do whatever I want to do. So for me, I don't put myself in a box, say I'm this yes. DJ or I'm, I'm an artist. Well, again, I think one of the successes of this album, particularly because it does have some incredible house tracks, which I won't play tonight, but I'll save them for next week um, because we're going to have a bit of a youth day party on the world show. But, you know, the, as much as there's this diversity of styles, there's a Z signature on everything. Yes. And that's once again a point where I give you credit as a producer. Yeah. Because as much as I also need to leave my signature, yes, like this. Uh, I mean, uh, I I'm I mixed the song um, most of the album with Mujalifa Teb. So whenever he has a song, he said this is MZ song. Even yes. though it's not my, he said I know if MZ was gonna ask to write, he was gonna write the same yes. thing. So that's the thing that I want people to know me as that this when it comes to this kind of style, this kind of lyrics, this is the guy for you. So I'm and it's funny right now I'm working on a. A hip hop album. Amazing. <laughs> I've amazing. signed up this young uh, cat uh, from uh, Lipompo. Yes. Uh, J Chronic, which is busy mixing his album. Amazing. So, and this will be on Bomber Records. Yes. This yes. will be on Bomber. So, and then he'll like, but dude, because we're like, I'll talk to him more about hip hop. Like, he look at me and say, but you saw you also listen to it. I said, dude, I listen to music. I don't listen to it because it's hip hop. Yes. Or because it's Afro pop or what. I listen to it because it's music. So that's why it's easy for me, even when I'm working with him as a hip hop artist, I can produce. I, I've done half of the songs. You've listened it. to hip hop. I've listened to hip hop. I yes. produce hip hop. So, yes. I mean, I did a song for the young 10 uh, year old girl from um, Uganda. Yes. She won the Rookie of the Year there. Oh, wow. So, yes. and now sh I'm working on also on her album. Yes. So, it's hip hop. Yes. So most people don't know I can do hip hop. I can do anything. Yes. So I think it's all in your mindset. Yes. Now tell me, is there a reason why you started your own label, Bummer Records? Yeah, yeah, because major labels, they will force you to do what you don't want to do. So at my label, I can do whatever. I remember my first album. Remember, one mentioned the record label, they had a problem with. Why are using so many African languages? I'm going to confuse people because the song had uh, Shona, Swahili, whatever. And I'm like, but I'm, this is music. 
Yes. We can't say, I can't sing in this language and that language and stuff like that. You're limiting my creativity. Yes. So, plus because of that, I decided, like, maybe let me start my own thing or I'll be free and do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do. Absolutely. And then one more thing about your, your, your songwriting. So, MZ, have you written most of the songs on this album? Yeah. Almost almost every song on that album. And now not all. what happens when you're working with an artist who speaks a different language? If you're working with Salif Keita Same or the thing. Namibian artist, do you bring your lyrics, tell them what the songs are? How does it work? I, I'll give, for example, uh, the song with Salif Keita. I wrote li- the lyrics, so he, he translated them into Bambara. Is the language that's what I'm asking? So that's why yes. I, I love to have songs in different African languages. Like this album, I was forced to bring more some English songs, but I feel more because I need to showcase that we do have beautiful languages yes. in Africa that we can sing and people will. So I try by all means. Like I remember when I did as you know, for example, I wrote the lyrics and then I, I told all of this is what I want to bring in this song. Yes. So, so those kind of things, I, I prefer bringing different African elements because I'm also learning. Now I know a few words in Shona. Now yes. I know a few words in Swahili because yes. of that. If yes. we're all like doing everything in English, I wouldn't have learned anything. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's very beautiful. You come with the lyrics you've written yeah. and it's through that collaboration and that interpretation yes. in people's own languages. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, I've got quite a few messages here from uh, musicians who just so appreciating uh, Gabriel. Uh, Stillman Mawande is appreciating. Thanks also to Jonse who wrote in and said, uh, uh, wow, MZ, that's great. Um, I see there's, there's, there's many more messages. Also, thanks to Honolo, Danny as well. People are just responding so incredibly positively. But now, uh, real Rasipo, Rasipo Mantula, uh, he says, um, you know, um, he said, oh, let me find where it is because he said, uh, we are listening around the fire and conscious sounds that deserve to be heard across Mama Africa. Give thanks. Any reggae collaboration coming soon, MZ. Any reggae collaboration. And we are about to play one. We are about to play one. Of the very same From album. From the same album. <laughs> Tell us about this one and who you're working with. Um, on this song, I, I brought in um, Junior from Boomshaka. So I... Junior has been a friend of mine for years. So uh, I did this song, I wrote this song, and I phoned him. I said, hey, Mapogoto, I'm in the studio, and I've got this beautiful song. And then say what? Send me the song. So I sent him the instrumental. So And then said, when do you want me to come to the studio? So he came. Again, we sat down. I said, this is what I have. This how the, Because this song is small. It's called by him, but like they are lying. It's, the chorus is in Tsonga. Yes. So basically, the Christ is saying, these neighbors who are gossiping that they, when they see my husband uh, sweeping the floor, uh, sweeping the floor for me and washing the clothes, they think like I've given him some love potion. 
No, they're just lying. He loves me, you know. <laughs> so, so that's how the song is all about. So I brought in Junior, and he did his magic. Absolutely beautiful. Off MZ's album Arise, another incredible track, uh, and another epic collaboration. That is what it's all about. This is MZ featuring Nurse and Junior Mabogot, and and the track Vahemba on the World Show first heard. This beautiful album, Rise. Yes! Kaya 959, first heard on the World Show. Vahemba Mzi featuring Nurse and Junior Mabokoro. The album is Rise. It'll be out on the 25th. So, Mzi, this is going to be out on all digital platforms. Yes, all digital platforms. Vinyl? I'm working on that, uh, having a, a printing vinyl and CDs on demand. Yes. Um, but it's going um, it's gonna to be available for everyone. That's what I can promise. Yes, because yes. I'm sure you're going to get to the vinyl junkies saying, uh, 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 yes, come on, we yes, need it, yes, we need it. Yeah, most, uh, yes. it's going to be, yes, I'm working yes. on that, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. MZ, it's such an incredible project. Uh, we've only touched, how many songs are on the full album? Is it a double album? It's 25 songs. Sure. Remember, I also got my house cats. Yeah, so is it? I need to satisfy them as well. But it's it's is is the one side more um, housey and the other the yeah. rest more yeah. global? Uh, yes, the more the, like about ten uh, global songs and uh, fifteen house. Wow! Tracks. Yes. So you know you're gonna have to put it on vinyl <laughs> if you're gonna release the yes. house track. Yes. And as I say, some beautiful tracks. We didn't have time to play. There's also another track with Salifia, uh, another collaboration you've done anyone else you'd like to talk about that we can look forward to hearing on the album there's this song um vuga we're gonna end with this one so i wrote vuga when i was writing vuga i had this voice in my see this is how it is so when you're in the studio this is how i work I start with the music production, and then i then after that i write the lyrics so when i started writing the lyrics i had this voice in my head, like, I'll know how the song I want to sound like. And then there was Kanye Mapumulo's voice singing in my head. And I phoned her and uh, said, Sissy, on the Rafik album, she was supposed to be part of it, but she was in some show where she was, I think they were out of uh, of town. I said, I'm in the studio and there's this song, and this song, it sounds like you. Yes. And then says, okay. I said, come to the studio, let's work on it. She came. And then in the meantime, I had um, uh, Zena's poem. Yes. Uh, well, Zena Edwards, I mean, I first uh, met Zena years ago with Pops. Pops, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Zena's poem. And then and then I think after the song was done and I was feeling like it's something is missing. I keep on playing the song as something. And then I remember there's this voice, a friend of mine, uh, Vusam Kaya, he's uh, Zimbabwean born but based in Austria. Yes. So I, I I ring him out. I say, my brother, I've got this song and I think you are the missing link in this song. So he said, okay, send me the song. So I sent him the song and then listened to it. He said, but I think the song is complete. I said, no, the song is not complete without you. So we have to start working on the lyrics for what he has to do. And that's how Vuga was 
was born. And it so it happened, I was inspired uh, when I, I wrote Vuga. I was inspired. I was uh, listening to Zim Nawane say, uh, Yes. So I listened to that song and... Most people don't know that at the time of Zim's death, he was talking to me and Blackhoff. He wanted us to do a project together. It was going to be how Jazz Meeting House. Yes. So, but unfortunately, he passed away. Um, but we already met. We already agreed. Uh, Blackhoff and I had agreed that we will love to be part of that project. Yes. So, I love and then you introduced me to Zimnawane. Ah. So I listened to Gubi and I was like, I start, that's how Vuga was born. If you listen to Vuga, you'll see it was my attempt on jazz and I was inspired by Zimnawane. Wow, beautiful. And what a way to end this feature and tonight's show, but with this track called Vuga. Vuga. Uh, certainly is a message there for all of us. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. And of course, keep it, Kaya. Thank you so much, MZ, for joining us and for allowing us to pre-listen to this album that I know by now everybody is hungry for. Thank you, MZ. You're welcome. Big up for an amazing project. You've got to get your copy MZ. It's called Rise. And you might always also know him as Mzilikazi Wa Africa on the World Show. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 10 p.m. On Kaya 959.